0: Can one game in the NFL be a defining moment in a season? Helmets Off is on. All right, welcome to another episode of Helmets Off. Scott Mitchell, the old host here. And uh, it's a special time of year, or at least the week. We're right in the middle of the NFL season, and, it, and we like to do these good, better, and worse. We do them all the time, but it's kind of a fun NFL middle of the season, good, better, and worst. And this one's going to have a slight spin on it because good could also be bad and bad could be good and worst could be good or bad. So it's kind of like the duality that we have within us or, or maybe even some of the language that we have today where bad is actually good and uh, and vice versa uh, or verse visa maybe because it's backwards. I don't know. I, I just find it fascinating that there's there are these moments and they happen in a season. Sometimes they happen to define careers, destinies, whatever. You think of the catch for the 49ers and it, and it changed the 49ers for decades. I mean, decades. It, it defines uh, Bill Walsh and Joe Montana and that whole, that whole legacy of the 49ers. And then you have the Immaculate Reception, similar type of thing. And, and you see these moments happen. All the time. And here's here's the irony of it, is for one team, it's great, right? Because you, you are the recipient of that defining moment. You win. And so it's good for you. Well, what about the other guy? What about the team that loses? Or what about the moment where you lose? That's bad for you. Good for them, bad for you. And I thought that was kind of an interesting duality of this whole uh, this whole idea of a of a moment in an NFL season that defines it. Usually these moments, and they, they pretty much happen every year. Some are bigger than others. Some are more impactful. But they usually happen about the middle of the season. And you have these teams, some of them are playing really well. Some of them are playing really bad. And some of them are kind of in the middle of the road. They're around 500 and it's these it, and 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 it can happen to any team um and i've been i've been in so many of these scenarios as a player i've been on a team that was 9 and 2 and what happens um we don't win a game the rest of the season and you go how how did that happen what what actually happened in that moment and there was uh the the Miami Dolphins in 1993 playing Against the Dallas Cowboys, who had uh, just won Super Bowl, and it's on Thanksgiving, and it's the Ice Bowl. It's Leon Lett, it's Keith Byers making snow angels because it snowed in Dallas, and we win, and we kick a field goal. We miss it, we kick it again, and we win. And you go, there's a defining moment, and it was. It was like the high water mark of our season. It was a good moment, but it was also the end. It was a bad moment. And then I, I, had, I had other situations as a player, and, it, and it's kind of funny because it was the same team, only it was two different seasons. So in 1994, the San Francisco 49ers, who ironically were part of the catch, and Steve Young, who had to replace Joe Montana, and Steve Young to that point had had success. You know, he'd been a, an MVP, and, and they'd done well. They'd never won a Super Bowl, but, you know, they'd won 12 games. He throws, you know, he makes, sets all these records and does all these things. He's having a nice career, but it's not Joe Montana. They're not going to Super Bowls. They're not winning. They play a game in San Francisco against the Philadelphia Eagles, and they get killed. I mean they get destroyed. It's so bad George Seifert benches Steve Young. Steve Young who's in the Hall of Fame who is like I mean Steve Young was benched and he was furious. Well the next week San Francisco comes to Detroit. They're playing us in Detroit and guess what? We're beating them. It's my first year in Detroit and we've had a good year so far. We've we beat the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas on Monday night and and our season's going along nicely. This is a this is really pro, this could be that defining moment for us. We're up 14 points at halftime. 14 points. And and I'll uh, I don't know how to take this, but I will tell you a moment that happened in the game. We come out in the first half or the second half, we have the football we're on about our own ten-yard line, so we're backed up. We're we're still ahead fourteen points, and uh, Tom Moore calls a double post. Now, I'm I don't like the play. I, I don't like it. There's not a lot of options to it. it it's you're, you're kind of it's either there or it's not there, and uh, the 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 thing that would make it not a really really good play is if they're in a three-deep de- three look. Well, we break the huddle, snap the ball, they're in a three-deep look. So we get the worst look we could possibly get. Merton Hanks is playing free safety. And I throw a pass, and I try to force it in, and he picks it off. And that's not the worst part of it. He picks it off, and they score a touchdown. Well... Needless to say, it's the changing moment in that season. And it was it was a really bad moment for me. And it was a bad moment for that season. And they end up coming from behind and beating us uh, after we were leading by 14 points. And I think in that situation, had we been maybe a little bit more conservative, because we were going for broke on the play. Now, a, a year later, we called the same play in Tampa, and I throw a 91-yard touchdown pass to Brett Perriman. Uh, so so the play, you know, it, it, it's kind of, it's, it's a high-risk, high-reward play. Needless to say, we lose this game. And we had the 49ers. They were, they, were not, they were not world champion 49ers. We had them. We had them. We had them. We had them. Well, guess what? They go on that year and win the Super Bowl. They win the freaking Super Bowl after the season's over you know what they say the defining moment of our season the thing that changed our entire season was beating the detroit lions after after the humiliating loss at home after being down after basically getting your butt beat for most of the game they come back and they beat us and it changed it changed their entire destiny And I want to go to Steve Young and say, "Give me that freaking Super Bowl ring," (laughs) because you know. And so here, here you're that team. Here you're the, here you're the bad part, the bad part of what happened. And for them, it was great. For them, it was good. And for me, and for the Detroit Lions, it was really bad. Well, the NFL season right now is full of these. moments and you see them happen. Uh I think of the, the the New Orleans Saints. They were seven and one. Seven and one. And they played the Atlanta Falcons who were one and seven. Do you know that the Atlanta Falcons will not make the playoffs? I mean it's it's never happened before. You just you don't have seven losses and make the playoffs. Uh I mean you let's let me put it differently you don't go 1 and 7 and make the playoffs. This has never happened. it's almost impossible to happen. So what are the what are the Saints going? They're they're 1 and 7. They're going to roll over for us. We're going to just march in there and and we're going to walk all over them. Well, no. They didn't. And you have these teams that kind of have early season success. Like the San Francisco 49ers. They're the only undefeated team left in the NFL and can they, and and is there a defining moment for them in the season where they either ha, they don't win a game like like when, what happened to me in Miami when we were 9 and 2 and we were we had just beaten the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving in Dallas and it, and it literally we didn't win it the rest of the year or or there are some teams that have that moment and they're they're undefeated teams and they they have a loss and it becomes a wake up loss to them and and you see it so often with these either undefeated teams or or they have one loss kind of like the Saints the Saints have been really good and then all of a sudden they just they just they need this wake up call they need this defining moment in a season to really turn things around so it works both ways i'm going to take a break and when i come back uh there's another side to the Detroit Lions San Francisco 49ers saga about defining moments. All right, welcome back to the show. Scott Mitchell, Helmets Off, good, better, worst, about defining moments. And sometimes the defining moments are actually good because they're bad. For example, the the, the 49ers actually uh, had a loss in that situation. They came back, and it turned out to be a really good thing for them. And they go, they needed that loss. They needed that moment to really kind of dig deeper, to find a higher level of success you kind of need uh, to have a super low moment, and and so I, I I was just thinking about this whole good, better, worst thing that we do, and so so often, the the best thing to happen is the worst thing to happen, and I think that's so I think that's so funny, that I kind of equate it to like exercise. Like exercise stinks. I mean, you hurt. Like it, You get sore, you sweat, you're tired, you breathe hard. Um, when you're, you know, in the shape I am, you know, doing a sit-up is a monumental task. And when I mean sit-up, I mean sit-up to get out of the couch. That's a tough thing to do. And yet the things that are hard for us, the things that we deem as bad, are actually good. Because that piece of cheesecake that gives you that instant satisfaction of, This is the most amazing thing in the world. It tastes so good. How could this be bad for me? And I love how in life we have these things that on the surface, or at least in the moment, seem like they're bad, even the worst thing that could happen to us. And they end up actually being the best thing for us. Well, in 1995, so the next year in Detroit, we're playing the San Francisco 49ers again, who, by the way, had just won the Super Bowl thanks to Well, the Detroit Lions, they come to Detroit again next year. It's Monday night football. And this is Monday night football when it mattered, like when it was really good. It's like Sunday night football is right now. Like Sunday night football is really good. And Sunday night football didn't exist. The only game in town on Monday was Monday night football, and it was cool. Everybody watched. Well, the Detroit Lions were 0-3. My team, the San Francisco 49ers were 3-0, and their team. And it was ugly. It was going to be an absolute bloodbath a public humiliation of the Detroit Lions. Fortunately for us, we had a bye week before the game. So we had two weeks to prepare for this game or two weeks to sit there miserably waiting to kind of take our medicine, so to speak, and, and, and this humiliating loss. Well, in that two-week period of time, we changed our entire offense. Our entire offense. Nobody does. It's like crazy talk. It's suicide. It's like you don't, you've do not you worked all through training camp, and now you're just going to scrap everything and start fresh. You don't have enough time to get the rhythm and, and have guys. Well, we did. And we went out on Monday Night Football, and, and we beat the San Francisco 49ers world champions. And that moment changed our entire season. And not only did it change our season, but it really defined a career for uh, our offensive coordinator, Tom Moore. Tom Moore took that offense after he was fired in Detroit, which was a stupid thing to do. And uh, he got fired a couple years later. And he took that to Indianapolis. And some guy named Peyton Manning used that offense and had a Hall of Fame career. Thank you, Peyton Manning. You're welcome and it was in that moment and that moment was like uh, that season we went on were one of i think three teams to have started the season 0 and 3 and make the playoffs it was a record setting season one of the one of the best seasons in the NFL history up to that point now everyone just throws for a million yards and whatever and it was it was a defining moment and it was in that like oh man this is this is the worst thing that could be happening right now. I mean, the worst thing that could be happening. We're zero and three. I mean, people were they wanted our heads. They wanted everyone to get fired. They they were just furious with how our team was playing at that time. And this is what I love about the NFL. I love this drama that unfolds. It's really the best part about the NFL, and it happens right in the middle of the season. And if you if you aren't watching and you aren't paying attention, you can miss it. Literally, you can miss the best part of the season, in the most kind of mundane part of the season. It's not at the end. It's right now when these these games happen that really turn things around. Uh, the Chicago Bears beating the Detroit Lions, that that that's a moment. And the, and the Bears, a lot of people thought were you know that they were Super Bowl contenders. And they had this great defense and they had this rising star of a quarterback. All right, well maybe he's not a rising star. Maybe he's like a flashlight with like four triple double A batteries or something. So he's he's bright for a moment. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh they have this win that puts him at five and four. You go know, five and four. And yeah, five and four, but think about the Lions who are now three and five and one. And that one game just in the middle of the season so often is that that pendulum. It's that defining moment. It's that moment that swings things. Here's another one that I just love. The Minnesota Vikings a few weeks ago, they lose at home in a game that they really should have won. And Kirk Cousins, who got $88 million, everyone's furious. He stinks. He's not very good. He's terrible. His own receivers are calling him out publicly, which never happens, by the way. Receivers never call out their quarterbacks because if they do, the quarterbacks like, forget you. I'm not throwing you the ball. So that's how bad it seemed. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen. And Kirk Cousins, just since that moment, has been on fire. And, and Minnesota hasn't lost. And here's this guy who, who uh, you know, a lot of people thought overrated, overpaid, underperforms, has really had that moment. And it's kind of in that loss. It's in that you just you just have these things that happen. And it and I and I love that. That's the drama that always unfolds in the NFL. And you hear John Facenda's voice on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. The Green Bay Packers play the Dallas Cowboys in a game that will define and, and anyways, you hear that voice and it and it's so dramatic. And 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 it's these moments and it's these games and and sometimes you're the winner and you go off and, and and legends are born when you when you make that moment happen and then the losers just fade off into obscurity and are never heard from again and that's just that's just the worst thing that could happen and so here in a moment you have the best things that happen and you have the worst things that happen and they they kind of intermesh so so often and there's there's more. I think of the Tennessee Titans and the game they beat the Kansas City Chiefs, who everyone's like, the Chiefs are, you know, they're the Super Bowl contender. And the Tennessee Titans, who no one thinks of the Titans, and all of a sudden they're they're making a move. And that game on Sunday could be that moment that changes everything. The bottom line with all of this, if you're not watching the NFL in the middle of the season right now, you could be missing the most important thing that happens to your team. And if you miss it, you, you never get to go back to it. So this is the time, more than any, to watch the NFL. All right, Helmets Off is now off. We are powered by KSLSports.com. Find us on Facebook, at the Helmets Off Podcast, Twitter, Helmets Off Show. And until then, we'll catch you soon.